absolutely thrilled to be joined by Monica. Now, Monica is with The Melting Pot. How are you? Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Kira. Thank you for inviting me. You're very, very welcome to this morning's show. Tell us, well, let's go right back to the beginning. How did you get into involved with The Melting Pot and what? how did it get set up? Well, The Melting Pot has been up and running since 2006. And it's... Um, yeah, it's a fabulous charity that's supporting people that are, feel excluded from society, feel marginalised. Um, yeah, our target groups are people that are unemployed, people that might be suffering mental health, beyond their mental health recovery, uh, people from the LGBTQ community, uh, travelling community, people, ethnic minorities. All those people, we're there to support them. Um, I joined the Melting Pot team about 14 months ago. And I joined it as manager and it has been an absolute privilege to to be part of it and to know what is out there and what's offering, what the melting pot is offering to people. It's a wonderful place. Um, we support people um, by offering them and giving them opportunities to volunteer with us or have work, get work experience with us. And the idea being that it's given them a chance to be accepted and feel accepted in society, um, but also to it's a stepping stone for them to get back into employment if they wish, or it's just a place for them to come and be part of, a place where they can belong and feel comfortable in. Wow, so this takes a major, major focus on mental health and well-being, getting them ready and the confidence, I suppose. Yes. That would be huge. So you have the charity shop and you also have the coffee shop. How did all those ideas come to be? Right, well, it all, it all started off back again in 2005. Yeah. So we have an internet cafe there and where the staff and the volunteers support people, you know, people learning a bit on how to use computers with yeah. printing facilities because there's not many in Common Town. Correct, yeah. Um, and then we have our, the coffee shop there that's been up and running since 2005 and the charity shop and there had been a bookshop there for a while but it's more now bric-a-brac and clothing good quality clothing that people in the county are donating to us so we're very grateful for that um, we, in the last year we recently set up our Meals and Wheels service that's called Dinner for You and that all came about because of Covid it was realised when Roscommon County Council and Roscommon Leader Partnership and all these communities came together and realised well actually in this area of Roscommon there isn't a meals and wheels service, yeah. getting out to people leaving, living in rural Common, even in you know, Common town, people that need it. Yeah. Um, so there was an emergency group put together and they all went out and were delivering foods and getting people when they were isolating. And, wow. um, um, so um, it was then realised how badly it was needed. Mm. So the melting pot were, uh, we were put forward as uh, people to try and run this meals and wheels service from our cafe yeah. and we got huge funding great support from Pubbo, Roscommon County Council, the Department of Rural and Community Development and anyways we, we got there and we're, we went live in June let's say last year Fantastic. and we delivered about 6 or 7 meals on day 1 and now we're delivering on average between 30 and 35 dinners a day incredible it's a huge jump it's it's a huge yeah. jump and it's getting to the people that need it and we're, we're covering a huge area a huge rural area we're doing Common town and all the areas um outside we're going down to ballyforn at league um i'm trying to think of the names of places but um what we say to anyone is just give us a call if you're not sure if we're delivering to you i just need your air code once i have your air code i'll be able to tell you straight away if we're covering your area and we're, we're covering the areas that are not already being covered by any other Meals and Wheels service. Fantastic. So you're going to right where there's a need and yes. a niche. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us this, does the volunteers help in preparing meals or do the meals get prepared on No, the meals, that we've, we're well. very lucky to have our own chef, Philip Gordon, and um, Philip prepares the meals fresh every morning. 
and they uh, we've got two drivers that go out um, two different delivery vans and uh, they go out on the road about um, between 11 and half 11. We have to get them out on the road. And then they get back around half two, three o'clock. That's showing you the distance. Wow. Each van is travelling about 150, 160 kilometres a day uh, delivering. So it's great. But it's fresh uh, dinners prepared every morning. And all the produce is sourced locally um, to support local businesses, obviously. And... Um, Beautiful dinners. We, we have one menu a week. Philip prepares the menu a week in advance. We put it up on our Facebook page. And the Monday to, Monday to Thursday, it's one meal option only. And on Fridays, we do offer um, a fish option, along with either fish or chicken, because people like their fish on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we are now also able to offer... Um, chilled dinners for people that are unable to cook at the weekends. So on a Friday we send out the hot dinner that's ready to eat the minute it's delivered. But we also send out chilled dinners that they can eat on a Saturday or Sunday if they're not able to cook for themselves. Amazing. And Mm. do you see like, what's the main age kind of or what's the main demographic, let's say, that are using Meals on Wheels? Or is it I suppose, is there a certain amount of stereotype that sometimes we have that we mightn't realise that actually there's others as well? It's available to everybody. We've got people in so many different circumstances and the reasons they're, they're needing the meals and wheels. It might be that um, they've just come out of hospital yeah. and they're not able to cook just for a week or two. We're there to help. Um, and then they might never use this again. And that's no problem because there is no commitment to having the dinners every day. Some of our customers have a dinner Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Some of them have them on a Friday only. They take a day off. They say, we're not cooking today. Some people have them every day. Yeah, And um, it's the age range is every age range going yeah so there's no there's no stereotype we, we do we're not calling it meals and wheels we call it more dinner for you dinner and for yeah because that. sometimes people associate oh having a meal and a van pull up at your door is not the best thing to be happening but it's available to everybody we've had a few people that said oh they were working from home for a week uh, young people yeah. and they said can i avail of this service i said of course you can yeah but this is it and what i absolutely love about that is the fact that you're using all local projects yes yeah, no. And that's very, very rare with any kind of, I suppose, with, sometimes with delivery, um, anything food delivery-wise, a lot of times it's outsourced. So it's amazing that you're using low, it's so local. It, no, we, we do it all local. Um, we get, we've got great support from all, all the local businesses in this common town. And we, we, we set it one dinner a day yeah. um, so because we know we're keeping our costs low. And, um, you know, the there's always bacon and cabbage on the menu and there's always salmon, yeah? And then in, Philip you know alternates there's not everything it's not the same thing going on every week but what we just offering one dinner a day helps us keep our costs low and that's why we're able to in a better position to stay local absolutely that's amazing and tell us the charity shop as well so do volunteers as well help in the charity shop side of it and the coffee shop yes we do um we're surviving um we've got a, a lot of we have a lot of volunteers in the place at the moment i've got 11 volunteers one or two of them might work every day. One or two might just come in for three or four hours a day. Uh, some might come in just one day a week. Yeah, But between all of them, I've got about 11. And we're always looking for volunteers. I'm, I'm At the moment, I'm looking for volunteers to help run the charity shop. Um, we, have, we have two full-time members of staff and we have eight part-time members of staff that are paid. And we're funded by Pubble and the Department of Rural and Community Development. Um, so without the volunteers, there'd be probably two days a week I wouldn't be able to open the charity shop. So we are so grateful to the volunteers and we've got great support as well from uh, Shenetton uh, Roscommon Volunteer Centre. 
and she's always on the lookout for us. We've had a few volunteer drivers. We had one man come in for a while and he's just taken a, a rest for the moment, but he would come in on a Friday on his bike. He was a, a, a motorbike enthusiast and he came in and we had the, luckily we had the equipment to keep to store on the back of a motorbike and it was absolutely brilliant because Friday is our busiest day. Some Fridays there's on average between 55 and 60 going out. So we need more drivers on those days. So if anyone is interested in volunteers, just uh, pop into the melting pot or g- give me a call. Absolutely. What's the number to call if anyone needs, say, they're listening in and they'd actually love to help or maybe they'd want to avail of the service? Right, well, I, they can call me on my mobile and that's 083-807-2959 or they can call the office and that's 090-663-0099. Absolutely. So guys, do contact Monica if you want to avail or else help, help out, absolutely. But also there's a few other little things as well going on. You also are up for an award. Oh, we are. Yes. Um, It's been brilliant. We're actually up for two awards. Um, We were um, nominated by Roscommon County Council as um, a nominee for the IBP Pride All-Ireland Pride of Place Awards. And we're delighted that we became a county winner on that. And we're just waiting to hear if we're going to go any further. And we had a wonderful team of judges come down to us uh, mid-August. And these were volunteer judges that go around on behalf of um, the Pride of Place. And they were with us for four hours, along with a lot of representatives from the County Council. And we had a wonderful morning. We um, we had um, we did a presentation to them, first of all. And then we, get, we did them a fashion show, where we put on a fashion show. And all the clothes in the fashion show were clothes that were donated to the charity shop. So it was just showing the quality that came in. And it was I great. Because yes. charity shop... Um, shopping has become so trendy oh definitely like everyone I have to say the whole approach was changed I think as well with um, the mention of Love Island as well highlighting the promotion of you know wearing reused items yes. and things yeah. like that I think it's so it's so important that we oh, do is. things like that and the quality is a lot better and too. the quality is that well the jacket I have here with me today I got for the grand sum of around 3 euro I think I and I'm telling you she, yes. Monica's very stylish <laughs> she's here sitting in front of me today she's like a model I like so a model. guys yeah. that just goes to show <laughs> but it's um, yeah so we're we're delighted with that and we really recently set up we got a, a grant from um, Mental Health Ireland yeah. and we recently set up what's called Rhythm to Recovery for Common, and that is we were able to buy a load of percussion instruments and it's been absolutely wonderful and there's been a trial uh, programme for eight weeks and if you were passing by the melting pot at 10 o'clock half 10 on a Thursday morning you'd think you were you wouldn't know where you'd gone to because you can hear everyone drumming yeah. and it's absolutely fantastic and there's evidence out there that even if you've got no musical ability whatsoever, anyone can hit a drum and anyone can pick up a rhythm. And it's uh, Rhythm to Recovery and it's all helping. It's, for, it's available to everybody, but there's belief that um, drumming calms the spirit and even if you've got no skills whatsoever, this you can concentrate on your drumming and it's really good for relaxing and calming the mind. Absolutely. It's funny, I was learning there recently about um, children as well, is that their heartbeat beats a lot faster than adults. Yes. So it can yeah. be very, very good for them to practice on the drums yes. to get them to slow down. Yeah, it is. It's, just, it's, it's a great way to focus and then you just get into the beat and like the guy that's running a Joe along with Pauline, um, they're absolutely brilliant and you're, you start off and it's really low and then he's talking and you can you can visualise, you're visualising and he's, he's speaking and you know there might be a pitter patter of rain or whatever and then a thunderstorm and the sea is coming, it's just amazing to listen to and then as the drums get louder and louder it really is wonderful. 
This is it. I suppose mindfulness comes creatively yes. a lot with the. What do you find kind of are the main key elements, I suppose, that are really, really helping the mental health side of it? It's having someone to talk to. Having a listening ear is a huge thing. And we say we're always there. There's always someone available to talk. Or it's just that sense of belonging and sense of acceptance. It doesn't matter if if someone feels slightly different. Um, It doesn't matter if they feel they, you know, they haven't got the confidence to do something. It's just been there to support to support people and giving people the confidence and say, right, well, I had one young guy come in to me and he said he'd love to try in the coffee shop, but he'd be afraid he'd, he'd drop a cup of tea or he'd drop a plate of food. And I said, well, if you drop a plate of food, you drop it. I said, we can get another one. You know, there's no problem. I said, try and avoid spilling any hot teas or coffees on people. <laughs> but I said, if it happens, we can deal with it. Um, but it's just giving people, and once they realise, once they can do it once, and yeah. they say, well, actually, it wasn't that bad. And it's just building confidence in people. Oh, and, um, like, it's amazing. The staff and the volunteers in the Melting Pot are, they're a mighty team. And, and what has some mighty. of the feedback been from them? Have they, I'd say, I'm sure they've found it life-changing for many of them. Oh, they have. Like, some pe- a few have said, I can't believe I'm being accepted for who I am. Wow. All right. Uh, a few have said... I can't believe I never knew this place existed before. You know, why didn't I know about this years ago? I had um, I had a person uh, actually break down in tears Aww. when they came in and they were talking and they're saying, I really wish I'd known this was here and available to me two years ago when they were at their lowest ebb. And they're now part of the team. And wow. it's... it's um, at times it's very emotional and it can be, you know, it can be mm. difficult and people, a lot of people, you know, they, some people want to talk others don't but you know there's something underlying but you never pry someone can just come into the melting pot we i forgot to mention we offer a no purchase policy so if someone is feeling very lonely but they haven't got a penny in their pocket come into the melting pot there's always a cup of tea or a cup of coffee there for you no no charge and sometimes all people want to do is come in and feel part of a community and it's, that's it's where the we're space you have this beautiful welcoming warm space yep and especially in these times i think it's so important as was youth do you find a lot of young people as well coming in yes we have all age groups coming in all age groups and uh, and it's great to see you and sometimes you'll see someone and you haven't seen them before so you'll just nod and say hello or whatever and the staff get to gauge you know does someone want to talk or not want to talk then when you see them come in once a week twice mm-hmm. a week and then you know, right? They're beginning to feel comfortable in here. And then, within a couple of weeks, there, there, there might be six or seven people that have never spoken to each other before. By the end of the afternoon, they're having a conversation across the tables, and they're just feeling comfortable in the place. And we, we have one um, lovely customers, Vic and Prem, and they come in and see us every Friday, and they just love coming in and having their dinner and having the chat with the company. I said, but at Martin, you know what it is, and I'm just sitting here engaging with you, and I find there's a lovely warmness coming from your per- You're just a very warm person. I'm sure all the other people that are working there as well, they have that lovely energy about them. And I think that's what makes this place so special, is all of you involved. You really care, and you can see how passionate you are about yeah. what you do. That's a beautiful mm. element. Have you found as well, kind of the staff, are you all kind of, I suppose, there's all friendships very forming as well from people that are coming in, and there's lovely... Oh, there is, yeah. Oh, no, like, it's like, just think of it, uh, I won't say we're one big family, one big happy family, but we're a great, we're a great bunch, and we recognise each other's strengths and weaknesses, Mm. all right, and we work with it. And there's some days it's, uh, as I do say, it can be a bit hairy, and other days everything goes really smoothly. Mm. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same in any uh, workplace. Um, But it is a great team of people that understand and have empathy and are able to show it and the people that come in and volunteer with us they all understand some of our customers that come in they also might have in the background 
have had experience of someone that had depression, had anxiety or any of the rest, and people are so supportive. Like yesterday, I got um, a box delivered from the UK, and in it was these beautiful, brand new young girls' hair ribbons, yeah, uh-huh. and clasps and what do you call them, the, the, the hair, hair bands. Yeah. With a beautiful letter from a lady that said, my mum used to love the melting pot. My mum really believed in what she did. She said her her dad comes and visits us whenever she can. She comes over whenever she can. But she, she was over from the UK in the summer but didn't have time to pop in and see us. Yeah. And she had made these herself. It's a little hobby she has. And she has oh. sent me about, I'd say there's 50 or 60 items and they're gorgeous. And they're for sale, going to be on sale in the charity shop. And she just said, Common Town should be proud of what the Melting Pot are doing. And I said, wow. And I was like, you know, it nearly brought a tear to my no, eye. And unfortunately, that, that lady's mum had passed away in 2016. Mm. But up until then, she had been coming into the melting pot. So I'd not been fortunate enough to meet her. But she said, in memory of my mum, I would love to continue to support in the melting pot. That was amazing. That's a huge... Uh, it's yeah. the lasting impression that it yes. leaves, and that's not forgotten. And she'll continue to support the, the melting pot. Yeah. And I suppose there's loads of people as well, but... I have got a question in there from you and listening in and he wants to know um, he's he would love to actually volunteer but what is the process of that right he just needs to pop in and we have we have a volunteer application form okay and we I would go through that with you or I've got my lovely young lady Lucy um, who's our events and volunteer coordinator and we go through the form and then we just need we need two references from people they don't have to be work references they could be someone in the community that has known you for a long time and then we need that and proof of ID and proof of address and then the final thing is everyone that works there has to be guard vetted because we have a lot of vulnerable people and we have to make sure that we're all safe and secure so that will be the process the guard vetting can take a little bit of time so it's not that you could call in to me tomorrow and be volunteering within two days you could be talking about a month before we'd we'd be up and running but um, please do pop in and ask for Monica or Lucy and um, I'm not always there sometimes I'm out and about and all the rest of it but you can just phone me on the numbers I've given earlier I'll say it again 083-807-2959 give me a call and we can have a chat absolutely and as well Monica I just wanted to ask yourself as well what are kind of the key do you think like issues that are affecting people's mental health at the moment that, that you're finding? Well, I think a lot of it is it's isolation, um, loneliness. COVID had a huge impact on so many people and, and now I know, you know, we're out of it and, you know, things have moved on, thank goodness. Um, but, I yeah, isolation, I think, is a huge thing. Are people feeling that people's lack of confidence and that they're not good enough and that they're not, they wouldn't be able to do something? Um that's what I'm seeing a lot of and yeah just not not having the confidence and being very anxious and we believe in giving a giving a first chance and we certainly believe in giving a second chance to to everybody and you know everyone's got their strengths and everyone's got their weaknesses myself included and um it's just give people give people a chance and have a bit of a belief in yourself and you can you can you can do it and even even if you think um all you can do is all that you can help in the kitchen if you don't want to be f- customer focused you can help in the kitchen washing dishes you can help in the storeroom sorting donations you don't have to be in f- front of people and serving people but you can be in amongst people and just talking because that loneliness is a huge has a huge impact on people
It's absolutely the juice of it. Say loneliness is a killer, all right. And I have another question in there from Stephen, listening in in Bally Four, and he wants to know what um, types of employment have people gone into since volunteering? Right, that? we've had we've had a few that have actually become peer um, peer support workers. And we've had about three or four that have gone on, so they might have had lived experience of mental health. They came with us and then they were able to become a peer support worker, uh, working with people that are struggling with issues that might have been similar to what they had. So there's about three. We have actually had two, two members of staff who have become board members. So, and then we've had one or two that have gone on and they've gone to work in some of the local supermarkets nearby. Amazing. So yeah. they're getting out into the community. They're getting out into the community because they've been given the, they've got the belief and they're getting the confidence. And then there are others that, that don't want to go any further and they want to stay with us and they're more than welcome to. I love yeah. that. I love that. I think that's it. It's about giving as well. I suppose there's probably volunteers that come in that just have a little bit of spare time probably yeah. on the side. They just want to be able to help. I'm also wondering, do you do fundraisers or things like that as well? Or um, are you fully sustained with the... No, well, we... I spend half my time applying for grants from every grant that becomes available and we have been extremely lucky um, the, the amount of grants we've got Roscommon County Council have been amazing Pubbo again have been amazing yeah. Roscommon Leader Partnership that we're with they've been so supportive to us um, obviously you, you only apply for a grant if you're in need for it and you're eligible for it yes. um, so um, we're not obviously we get our trading income from the cafe from our dinner for you and from the charity shop um, but we haven't focused on any main, main fundraisers for the moment um, we're just trying to get everything up and running but watch this space there will be some fundraisers hopefully by next year because because of Covid no, you know, there was no get together there was no nothing I'd love to get a, a fundraising dinner dance organised but that'd that's looking yeah that's <laughs> looking so um, that'd be next year sometime you know when everything is back to normal um, but uh, for the moment we it's our trading income and it's the grants that we've been lucky enough and grateful very grateful for from all the local departments that we've received the money from Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And as well, social media wise and as well, what platforms are you on for anyone listening? They might want to follow and watch the... Well, the for the moment, uh, all we've got is our Facebook page and that's uh, the Melting Pot is common. You'll find us there. Um, we're trying to get things sorted and have our uh, a web, you know, um, website created yeah. because because we offer so much. We need to get the word out there and get it, you know, to the people that need it. Um, because, you know, between our internet cafe, the charity shop, the dinner for you, um, I, I forgot to mention that we also provide a food cloud service. Food cloud, I was just going to yeah, ask you about in that. In conjunction yeah. with the local Tesco here in Roscommon. And that is fantastic. And um, we collect the food three evenings a week. And then people come to the melting pot and collect the food. And it's like a win-win situation because there's less food going into landfill. Oh, fantastic. So anything that's... Anything that, if it's go. near its sell-by date, Tesco's can't sell it. So they then can't... There's a few other charities locally that Tesco also supply and some of the other um, mm. supermarkets. And, um, yeah, we collect it. They give us food. It could be bread. It could be dinners. It could yeah. be vegetables. It could be whatever they've got. They're very kindly donating to us. And then um, anyone that's using the service and it's available to everybody, um, they can come to us three evenings a week and we distribute what has been what has been given. This is an amazing thing because waste is such a huge issue. Yes. I've often saw um, in certain in supermarkets, I won't mention any names, but a lot of times pastries and things like that 
and I've saw big massive plastic bags at the end of the evening being filled with all fresh pastries that wouldn't would be absolutely perfect yeah. under two days like yes yeah it's so insane how much goes into, into oh it is but this 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 is great so it's getting yeah. to people that need it and ensuring they're getting a good nutritious meal at least two or three evenings a week but it's just yeah reducing food waste which is fantastic amazing and I have to get another text as well in from Margaret listening in in Lanesborough and she wants to know do you take donations to say of food and things like that as well we don't take donations of food because we haven't got the storage for it. We know the evenings that we do do it with Tesco, we've just got enough space to take what they give us. Um, but, uh, sorry, we can't take donations of food. We can only take um, clothing items, bric-a-brac. Three, two days a week we actually take um, furniture. We would go around and collect furniture from people that's in good condition and is resellable. So we, we do ask people and say, right, if you've got an item, a bulky item, we would um, ask that you send us in a photograph and then we know if we believe we can sell it on, then we will go and collect it and take it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also see as well there that you have a community space as well. We where do. People can do activities. Can yes. you tell us about that as yeah, well? Yeah, um, fabulous okay. uh, room next to the cafe that we call in our community space. And we've the staff have recently redecorated that in their own time, volunteered it, Fantastic. and it's looking really nice. And we we got a grant from Most Common Leader, no, from SICAP Social Inclusion um, Program, yeah. and we got a fabulous TV screen, so we can now rent this room out to people. And if 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 it's people with the same ethos as, as ourselves, they can have the room for free. We just ask for a small donation. Yeah. Um, but outside companies are more than welcome to giving me a call and we can hire that room and you can have training events there Fantastic. it's fully equipped to 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 run this that's where this fabulous drumming group was happening because it's a huge room mm. and we've had an inquiries from um, a parent a parent group parent and toddler group and they're hopefully going to start uh running it there friday mornings i think in about two weeks time they're going to do uh one morning a week from the community space and they, they've come together because, again, since COVID and all the rest, there's a lot of young parents out there that have got no one. And they run a session once a week and they do mindfulness. They do talks on breastfeeding. They do talks on lone parenting. Um, yeah. So it's a great little group. So we're delighted that they're going to come and join us and run the, run the group from the melting pot. I think that's amazing. Mm. And as well, uh, Monica, as well, for listening in, the opening hour is free. Right. Yeah. So... Um, the chef is there all the time. <laughs> well, not quite. But myself and the chef, we work from 8 a.m. until 4.35 p.m. Yeah. All other members of staff work from 10 until 5. So um, I say I'm available from 8 in the morning on the mobile, but the office phone is only manned between 10 and 5. The, um, the cafe is open Monday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4.30. The charity shop is open Monday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4.30. And the dinner for you goes out Monday to Friday only. Fantastic. Food cloud is three evenings a week. Now, I'm not going to quote the days because every now and again it changes, but do give me a call. And if you, if you wanted yeah. to avail of the food cloud service, call in and I'll just confirm the days because I think we've just changed them. So I don't want to say a day out Absolutely. and someone turn up and we not be there. Absolutely. And I just want to ask you, as well, Martina, before, before we wrap it up, what is your kind of favourite little or what's your little memories or experiences that have been your favourite or little highlights so far? Oh, so far. Oh, there's so many. But oh, there's, there's one person in particular and how I've seen this person grow in confidence and come out of themselves. And I, I say 
I'm seeing them blossom. And from what they started off with us and what they are now doing, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And this person has no belief in themselves, would never have been able to do this. And it's purely by the support of, of the staff and the volunteers in there and getting the belief into them that they're more than capable. And you, I have seen this person blossom week on week on week. And it's it's a privilege. It's a privilege to be able to say that I work in such a place that's offering this to people and um, is seeing the change and the outcome for this person. And it, it's it's available there to, to everybody. So just just seeing people get their confidence increasing mm. and having a belief in themselves oh I c- actually I can do that I can manage that never thought I'd be able to do that that is to me that's worth its weight in gold Absolutely Marty, uh, Monica but it seems as well that you're just a pillar for the whole thing you're a real strong pillar in, within the melting pot and you've all these branches out of all the fantastic work that you're doing there's a huge amount going in behind the scenes and I just want to to give you the recognition there like well done for a fantastic job because I don't I truly truly believe that it's it's to do with all the volunteers yourself and all the amazing incredible work that you're doing and sometimes a lot of people we don't realize the work that goes in behind the scenes to produce this amazing um, scene but what's going in behind the scenes is huge so thank you to you because it's an amazing thing you're doing for the community and it's like anything sometimes we don't realise how it's having this tumbleweed effect and how it's going out and inspiring many mm-hmm. many other people but it seems to be that it absolutely is and again mental health is so huge and it's not just the person that you're working with at that time that affects their mental health but this is going to spiral out into the next few generations as well when they're learning the skills and the tools to how to deal with things a lot better so fantastic work from you all it's incredible oh, thank you but it is i'm not a pillar there's everyone has their has their place yeah. in there um from the board members down all volunteers on the board and everyone if 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 one or two people left you know absolutely yeah, yeah there'd it's, to be a, a bit of a collapse so it's it's everyone together there's no there's no one person in the melting pot that is um i say worthy of any more praise than anyone else it's because the, the what everyone does and the empathy they have it yeah. it makes it work and like we're one other thing we're thrilled about um we're um in for the lottery good causes award and that yeah. has been a huge achievement and from those 800 nominations and we got we were county winner and then we have been whittled down to one of the 35 national national winners ah, okay. so that is a that is a huge achievement and even if we go no further it is a recognition out there it's a recognition of what everyone does volunteers staff board yeah. everyone it's a recognition and we're hopeful we might get to the next stage and obviously there's a bit of there would be funding if we were to win the overall um category which they all know we need. We're looking for a new minibus, yeah. To because then we'd be able to bring people that are out in the rural areas into the melting pot at a time. Like we've got a great rural link here in Roscommon, but not always running at the time. We want to run e- evening events for yeah. people. Um, so we're we're very hopeful that we might win. Oh, but even if we don't, we're winners already. Yeah. That's the way we well, see it. This is exactly it, isn't it? Yeah. And so again, just one more time to mention the social media. If anyone wants to get in contact with you, yes. volunteering or anything. Um, you, can, you can message us on the, face, on the Facebook account, The Melting Potters Common, or you can give me a call on 083-807-2959 and it's Monica. Okay. Perfect. So guys, do contact Monica if you'd love to be a volunteer and reach out 
because as they say there is such an importance here with mental health and things like that so don't be afraid to take that little step or pop in and have a coffee and I'm looking so forward to going up to there um, shortly to have my coffee I love that now and going up for lunch and seeing it all so guys do keep an eye on the Ross FM social media pages on Instagram and Facebook because it'll be a lovely reel coming out later on of the melting pot and all the facilities and everything that's going on there is fantastic thank you so much Monica for coming in this morning and taking the time to share exactly um, exactly what's going on in the community of what you do in the melting pot what an incredible achievement you all have thank you very much it's been a pleasure thank Thanks. you Monica